Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host, David Duncan, and with me is... Brian! Brian! Just Brian. Yes. How you doing, David? Well, that's an interesting question. Is it? Well, uh... I have a kidney stone, so yesterday really sucked. Hot. Not a fun day. No, yesterday was pretty awful. I had to cut my stream short yesterday of just pain building up on my side and, and hospital was there for many hours I did not get to go see Shang-Chi that was our original topic uh, for today I did not get to go I however did get a chance to see it yeah and I'll give you some a, a top down overview of Shang-Chi just so you don't feel like you were left out David yeah okay so Okay, so Shang-Chi is the first movie that's phase four for Marvel. We're entering a new era of wait, Marvel wait, movies. Wait, 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 wasn't, wasn't, wasn't Black Widow phase four? Okay. Was a prequel? <laughs> okay, it was the first, it was the first non-flashback <laughs> phase four movie. Well, technically the ending scene is the only part that's actually current day. Yeah, so this is, this is like the first real one that's introducing a new character to the MCU. And... Overall, it was a technically impressive movie. Technically from two... I'm using that as a double a double word, technically. It's techno, technologically impressive with, you know, CGI and all that stuff. It looked good. And it's technically an impressive movie because, you know, they it was a good... It was a decent story. They had the character fleshed out. I'm sure they changed quite a bit from the source material because I don't know how much comics there are about shang chi but it felt it felt uh like they added a lot because i i know this because the uh the rings the 10 rings it's shang chi and the legend of the 10 rings the mandarins shang the mandarins is it, is it, doesn't the mandarin in the comics like have the 10 rings isn't yeah that, like, so that's, that's in the thing. in in the comics yeah he has the 10 rings in this shang chi the character doesn't have the rings in the comics. So they just kind of like gave him the rings kind of like they just gave it to him. They're like, he's going to be part of it because otherwise well, he needs powers. Otherwise, he's yeah, he's just a dude that knows martial arts. <laughs> He'd be I like do, Jackie Chan. He's Jackie Chan. Kung Fu. And Kung Fu. I'm Keanu but, Reeves you know, in the Matrix. It was it was a decent movie. I I'm kind of burned out of it. I don't really care too much about any of the story. The character to me isn't as interesting as other characters because Marvel kind of their their characters are done now. We're moving on. Right? We we I, we need. I didn't even know who like when. For Marvel, growing up, it's like you know Spider Man, you know Iron Man, you know all all the big ones. It's the same thing with DC, and now we're past that, and now we're like, okay, we're gonna bring up Shang Chi. He was an Avenger in 1947 for two episodes or two issues for, <laughs> for a comic book. Issues, now we're yeah, gonna make yeah. a movie <laughs> about him. It's I don't yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Like I I've got a little bit of Marvel fatigue, especially after Endgame. Endgame was like. Such a just such a giant step down from um, Infinity War, yeah. 
And then, like, I wasn't... Uh, so, the Spider-Man Homecoming I loved, Far From Home was okay, and the third Spider-Man movie I wasn't super pumped for, but they just released a trailer for it like a week and a half or two weeks ago, and sure. oh my gosh, Doctor Strange is in it, and if Doctor Strange is like... And it a lot, like it's basically Doctor Strange, like one point five before Doctor Strange two comes out. And Doctor yeah. Strange is the one is the one Marvel movie I've been looking forward to the most since the first one was so inventive, so visually stunning and mind bending. Uh, and I just re- also just really like that it comes. So he's he is a good actor, and I I also am looking forward to the next Spider Man movie just because it's Spider Man and the Doctor Strange movie. Like you said, he's. Doctor Strange just as himself, like, I we didn't grow up with Doctor Strange, really. It's not like he's, like, the Superman of our childhood here. But, like, he's an interesting character. Shang-Chi, to me, is just a dude that knows martial arts. Yeah. And yeah. that's all I got on that. It, 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 it's all I, <laughs> that's what I was worried about. The preview for Shang-Chi just looked like uh, a martial arts film that happened to be Marvel. And so, I, you know, I was planning to see it, but like I said, got sick. I'm on uh, some pills right now, so I can sit through the podcast. Because <laughs> sitting well, when, is kind of painful. When you get a chance to see it, we can have a longer discussion about it. Because I do have a lot of thoughts on it. And I think we could make an excellent conversation. An excellent conversation piece about Shang-Chi. That's, yeah. that's my hot take on Shang-Chi. Maybe it's, we should do a, a It's long... good, but, you know, be wary. How about maybe, that? It's good, should, but be wary. Maybe we should do a, a long conversation piece about Double Down. Double Down? Da- <laughs> oh, no, man. <laughs> the, Neil, the Neil Breen classic, Double Down. I mean, I feel like, honestly, like I'm okay with talking about Neil Breen over... <laughs> offer, uh, over I can't Shang-Chi. think of the name of the movie. Over Shang-Chi, yeah, I'm, I'm down. All right. The, the main topic of our episode today is Kong versus Zilla, or Zilla versus Kong. Um, but before that, uh, another important trailer yes. dropped this week. For me in particular, I am a huge Wheel of Time fan, and the trailer dropped just a few days ago for the Wheel of Time, and it's coming out in November. It's only a couple months away. I am I couldn't be more excited. Uh, I enjoyed the trailer. I, I was glad to see they didn't cheap out on it. It's probably like middle of the range budget for, or you could tell it's CG, but it's not like bad obvious cg it's just like let's clear awful um but it's not like top tier maybe the trailer isn't complete footage yet who knows i'm guessing they're gonna still be working on it like i have because some shows do that we'll just like put a show out and they'll still be trying to finish it who who knows but brian what do you what are your thoughts on the trailer so as someone who's looking from the very far outside of the Wheel of Time, who doesn't know much about it, I think it looks interesting. Just towards the end of the trailer, there's it shows a lot more. There's more action. There's like a there's like a fight that's going on. That looked kind of cool to me. But other than that, I don't know much about Wheel of Time besides what you have told me. And I know that there's a lot of books. Yes, that's all I know about. That's all I really know about it. There, there are you've many... been saying for a long time that you want to see Wheel of Time. Yeah, you've been even, waiting. You've even, been waiting for this even before like they announced it. Like back worked at FedEx, it was like I, 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 I was, and this should be uh, the next thing. Apparently, the next big thing. Hopefully, it will be. I, I hope it'll be good. I hope people get into it, and uh, it, it'll be good. And the thing is, I think it needs to be 
really good for the general audiences to get into it who haven't read the book. And like, so since you don't know anything, what's going on? Like, what did the trailer tell you? Because I mean, I don't think the trailer says anything. The tra- the, well, that's that's what I'm trying to get at is that the trailer doesn't really tell you much about what's going on. There's there's a lady that's got like white magic around her. Then there's like a fight. There's like some stereotypical fantasy talk. Like we must save this. We must fight the evil. Yeah, the that's kind of what I got from it. Yeah, uh, the bad guy is unfortunately called the Dark One. That's his colloquial name. He he has a he has a, a proper name, Shyatain. Shaitan, 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 which is like really close to Satan, kind of like if you if you say it fast, Shaitan, Shaitan, Shaitan. It's a little bit of a stretch. It's really close. Um, Shaitan, Satan. Um, I mean, just reading the book, it also kind of looks like Satan if you went and cut out some of the letters. Uh, I what what makes Wheel of Time so exciting for you? Is it just because you've read the book and you're just you want more, or like what or books? I, I don't know how many of you you read. I you, there's no way you've read all of them. Isn't there, there's a ton of them. I finished them. I finished the series. You read all the books? Half of them on audiobook, but I, I read the first. Okay, half. Well, I mean that's the same thing. So I yeah, that's the I, same I, thing. Okay, I dang. Read them all. They're, they're you're good. a Wheel of Time fan. Yeah, it's 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 just it's just a fun it's a fun fantasy story. Uh, it's interesting uh, that women are in charge for, for the most part, since men can't use the male half the one power uh, because they'll they'll go insane. Um, the the biggest thing, honestly, that bothered me about the trailer, other than it doesn't say anything, it's not really. I really wish the trailer would. I mean, I, this is the teaser, so I'm guessing we'll get a story trailer next. This is just technically a teaser. So I mean, I guess. It well, they don't have much. They don't have much time. They don't have a lot of time to like build up, like you know, setting up a story trailer. But basically, the lady with the white magic around her, her name is Moraine. She's basically the Gandalf of the series. She goes to the town, and she takes a group of people uh, with her, because she thinks one of them might be the Dragon Reborn man who power that'll, that has to be there to save the world. Okay. But she doesn't know who, she doesn't know which of the three main guys it is. And then you yeah, saw, I mean, you saw the wolf. Since you... You speak so highly of Wheel of Time, it makes me excited to watch it. So I'm I'm ready for it. So you remember the the wolf guy, the the, the wolf yes. yelling at the guy. Like he yes. like he uh, is a, a wolf brother, so he can like basically he, he finds out he can like talk to wolves, and like his eyes turn yellow, and he can like communicate with wolves. And he like, is he the Twilight? Is he a Twilight wolf? No, this is like way 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 before Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's pretty cool. Uh, and then Matt, I don't. I, the that's one thing I'm going to worry about as as Matt. Uh, his his superpower is um, he's lucky. And I don't know how you're going to show that on TV and have it convincing. You know what I mean? He's just going like, to like run around with like a coin. He's going to be like, if it's heads, you have to give me a hundred dollars. And then he just flips and he just makes money off of doing that. That's what well, he does. They, they they do a lot of dicing in in the books. So I'm not sure uh, that, but um. The thing that bothered me the most, other than that, like I said, they're not telling us what's going on for people who aren't followers of the time, is that all the the I said I the the women with all the different colored clothes, they, they yeah. rep, those are basically like different clubs or different organizations inside of uh, of the main women's organization, and they okay. specialize in different things. Browns are like big into history. Um, reds hate men, blues think men are okay, greens really like men, and sometimes we'll have two or three men awarders. And we'll- Ooh. Yeah, like, yeah, so I mean, they, they have, like, different standing on how they treat men, and 
and how their thoughts of men are in general, and then also like they have different special, they have different talents, different colors represent different kind of talents and power. Uh, my issue is that like in the books, they just wore a shawl. You just something you pull over your shoulder, like represent the color, not a full dress. So I feel like the dress is going to make it way too obvious, and I think it's trying to like dumb it down for an audience so you know it sect they belong to but at the same time like in the books it's going to kind of undermine things because usually some people try to go incognito so i mean they may not even wear their shawl if they're trying to be you know, a little bit incognito so, like yeah. they have the full-on blatant red or blue or brown or white dress that just tells gives it away you are i'm like i don't know it's gonna, i mean maybe it'll change you know, they just change incognito. i don't i i like the shawl as something subtle and Maybe it's just too difficult to shoot with a shawl on and like people having to fiddle with it all the time. So maybe just to make it easier. I don't, I don't. We'll have to find out in two months. Hopefully they can build a big <laughs> enough months. base to like, that's going to want to watch it. Normally like shows that probably, I, I don't know what the budget for the wheel of time is, but I'm assuming it's probably one of the higher ones of 2021. That's going to come out. Probably. And these spend, these kind of shows, they spend a long time. Like, hyping it up so people come watch it now that we're seeing a trailer it's coming out so soon hopefully they'll be able to you know yeah i really grab hope, the minds i really hope the hype train like starts rolling i hope we get a, like a story trailer in another week or two like they really need to like build interest for non-fans the sure um sure. And, and and robert jordan i mean like you know it's it's like the it's like the next best fantasy since wheel of time i mean and since lord of the rings like uh jordan uh uh, Robert Jordan, the, the author, he even said that, like, first book, uh, Eye of the World, was basically an homage to A Fellowship of the Ring. It's like, it's got very similar beats, especially early on. You know, Wizard comes into town, something bad happens in town, you know, she takes some people away to be safe, you know, it's very, it's got that kind of... It's know, got that vibe. It's got that vibe. vibe. So, I mean, it's just, like, it's just an epic story for so many books. I'm, sure. I'm excited to see how they're going to translate the film. Well, with that out of the way, that we got to talk about that a little bit, we can move on to the mean potatoes of what this podcast is supposed to be about, which is Godzilla versus Kong. It came out a few months ago. I personally am kind of like, I don't know why I'm like, I love these monster movies, this monster verse. I want more. I've always wanted more every time a Godzilla movie comes out. Or any of the MonsterVerse movies come out. After it's done, I'm like, I want more big monster fights. So, I'm a little bit biased. I've seen every Godzilla movie that's ever come out. So, I'm a big Godzilla fan for some reason. I don't know how that ended up happening. So, I'm going to give this movie straight off the bat. You know, it cuts all the garbage. out of it. There's not much story. We don't need to worry about the humans. We're just here to see some big boys fight. Also known as Titans. So, I'm going to give it a strong 8 out of 10 already. Wow, David. First thoughts. First thoughts. Um, well, to be blunt, I've only seen the first Godzilla movie. I didn't see King of the Monsters, and I didn't see Skull Island. So, um, this one is way better than the first Godzilla movie because you actually get to see Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> and like Godzilla is only in the first Godzilla movie for like all of like five and a half seconds because every, yeah, see, every, that, that was, that every was a time complaint. 
That I was mean, a big complaint with the first Godzilla movie, and they they cut all of it. We don't we don't need to see about these people anymore. We don't care about their I story. We just I, want Godzilla. I honestly, I mean, I was hoping they'd cut more of the human element. Honestly, I'm still probably more. gonna give this movie like a like a seven. Like, it, it was pretty good. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna run out and watch it again anytime soon, but like, it was definitely more enjoyable than the first one. The first one I'd probably give like a five because the first one was just like just anger induced. Every single time Godzilla was like about to step into frame, they would just cut and then go somewhere else. Like that, they didn't have the budget to show Godzilla yet. <laughs> infuriated me to like no end. Um, this one was a lot more fun to watch. It was silly. Uh, I know you're into flat Earth, Brian. How do you feel about a hollow flat Earth? Oh, hollow Earth. <laughs> I, well, I, I think the hollow Earth is different from flat Earth, isn't it? Isn't the you can still be a like a sphere. Like well, no, yeah, as I, we know, I, I Earth, was, I but was I think joking, it's just hollow. I was joking. Hollow. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's. I didn't know if that's like the actual. Because I know well, in no, Godzilla, I mean, they, they it is it hollow. A, they showed it as a, as a sphere. Like it's hollow. Okay. Like, okay. So it is a sphere. Although I, think, I mean, although I don't I'm, know if this is the same hollow Earth that um, hollow regular hollow Earth theorists like like to talk about. Because I feel like like I remember like uh, the old center, the journey to the center of the Earth. Like that was like a hollow earth type story where like there was a whole civilization or rainforest sure. or whatever like in the middle earth and like that's it's it's interesting but like uh it's just funny here's, here's my hot take here's my hot take on hollow earth it's yeah. cooler than flat earth it's cooler than flat well because there's, <laughs> something, than there's something in there it's, it's something. <laughs> the the thing i didn't get about uh, uh, um hollow earth is that why is there like a weird rainbow warp field that takes you from like Regular? Why? Why is it just a tunnel? Like, I don't. I don't understand why it like puts you to warp well, how, speed. How else? Because it's gravity, man. It just makes sense. You don't have to think about it. It takes care of you. That's why the hollow Earth is there because it's taking care of you. It's gonna warp you to the middle of the Earth perfectly, and you'll be safe. I guess. It just, is that like? Is that like the edge of the magma? It just warps you through the magma to like the yeah the, the middle. That's exactly. That's it. That's exactly what's going on. Oh, that's exactly what's. Oh, it's Sarah Condra. She needs some Michael Kine. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Uh, yes. Uh, her, her, she. Um, she's been a long time listener of the of the podcast, and like, uh, she usually messaged me uh, after episodes where I've done a, a Michael Kine impersonation. Michael Kine. She'd be like, "I love your Michael Kine." So every time I see her in the chat, I go, "Michael Kine." Too bad he wasn't in Godzilla vs. Kong. Man, he should have been. He should have been. He should have been the podcaster conspiracy theorist guy. He should have been, but he wasn't. I mean, I thought the podcast conspiracy guy. He was pretty cool. I was yeah, fine he, with him. He, he played his good. part. He played his part pretty honestly, good. He was entertaining. Honestly, I'm so glad we podcast on, on Kong vs. Godzilla over Sonic because Sonic didn't have a podcast guy in it. No, so we can all, all future podcasts. We can only do a podcast if it is has it, a podcast guy in if it. it. Features a podcast, man. We're gonna. This is gonna cut our topics. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't. I don't yeah, know any movies. We'll have, have to. We'll have to look up podcast guys. movies. What movies have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but the the so Godzilla is ravaging the the world. Mostly Florida. He's uh, he's just angry at Florida man for being yeah. Florida man, basically. So Monarch has somehow captured Kong, and they have him on Skull Island in a giant dome, 
and they're observing that, that, him. That, that recreates Skull Island. See, I thought yeah, recreates so, Skull Island. So whenever, whenever at the beginning of the movie starts off and it's and it says somewhere on Skull Island and it shows King Kong and then he rips the tree apart and shoots the shaft at the sky and it's like a, it's a virtual reality basically it's like a projection i was waiting for that to be somewhere else but it was still on skull island and i'm like yeah it's on skull island what <laughs> now they they needed to get kong out of there because they're not trying to observe him anymore we they need to stop godzilla he's too powerful they don't know how to stop him there's titans all over the place but not really in this movie anymore so a lot of Godzilla's killed a bunch of them in the previous movies because that's killed, yeah, he, killed Mothra and Well, see Dragon now that and... they don't they don't show really at the end of King of Monsters, the Titans all come to Godzilla and they like bow down to him and they're like, "Yo, you you're the guy. You just beat King Gojira, Gojira who is the three-headed oh, dragon yeah. guy, who's supposed to I guess be the leader, but he's not." So in between Oh man! King of Monsters so, so and this movie. They should have had Godzilla just command all the other monsters to kill King Kong. Well, see, not, the, here's the thing: they don't. He, God, they say Godzilla killed all the Titans. So, in between King of Monsters and this movie, Godzilla kills all the Titans without like they don't show it. They don't just, really talk about it. It just, just kind of happens. For, just for funsies. Uh, that's interesting. I didn't see. I didn't see that. So I, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I didn't realize they bowed to him and like. Gave up, so he just killed all the subjects. Godzilla is a pretty cool, cool bastard. He is, he is pretty cool. So he's destroying the world, and they get you know good old Mister Kong onto a big old boat, and this is where we see our first encounter with the real Godzilla and Kong. They're on a ship, and this is where I think we're about uh, I don't know what what are we like forty minutes into the movie at this point, and they eventually. From this point on, the rest of the movie is pretty much just a giant fight. It's I, just going from place to place fighting. They're just it's just set piece after set piece of somebody fighting something. But it took a while to get to the first fight. We got like all this drama. We got the flat Earth guy. We got the they're trying to not the flat Earth guy, we got the, the, the hollow Earth guy. So they're trying yeah. to find this power that's in the hollow Earth to, to power basically Mecha Godzilla, uh, the not Monarch, but the other big corporation, Axon. Ax- yep, Axon. They're trying to build Mechagodzilla because they've been collecting all the parts, other Titans. They're only collecting King Gorgira, who is oh, the three-headed okay. dragon guy. They're, that's who they're they're collecting, they, they like because he can't be killed. They also had they also had the skull crawlers who um they could test him. Test him. Yeah, those were those were in like the yeah that's so they could fight they could fight him so they could see how strong he was i guess i don't know why, why yeah. they really had that i didn't think it was that was that important but the whole point is that they're making you know mecha godzilla based off of king gorgia i can never remember how to pronounce it what it gorgia whatever whatever his name is Gorgira. and he can't die so he keeps coming back to life now what happens at the end of this movie is that that titan Mr. King Gorgira takes over Mech Godzilla, and he's lo- they lose control of him, and that's where they need King Kong and Godzilla to team up to fight Mech Godzilla because the main villain, the main Titan three-headed Hydra, is now back in Mech Godzilla form, and he's fighting. That's why they needed him at the end of the movie. I mean, like it's Which, a pretty convoluted story for like them like focusing on the. Yeah, it's a pretty it's it's actually it's a more 
It's it's a stupid story. Yeah, but it's, like it's, it's like, more involved than you think it is. It's it's way more involved than I I mean for a movie called Godzilla uh, versus Kong, it was it was way more plot heavy than I thought it would. Although I guess they got to fill the runtime with other things other than fighting. Yeah. But, I um, mean they made it where King Kong was an integral part of the story. They needed to bring him to like the center of the earth to so he can like find his people or whatever the heck that he did in the Hollow Earth. But they never they found needed him to, King Kong. But they found his axe though, or his his They did, axe, yeah. So and that axe, that axe, axe, and the axe is the axe was made out of uh, Godzilla scales, wasn't it, or a Godzilla scale or something like that? Something because I mean it, it it like it lit up whenever it got blasted by Godzilla breath and it charged it up. So you yeah, use it. Yeah. So that he had that weapon, which was you know super important for some reason yeah. that I don't remember. <laughs> But he got that. There's one. Though, do you have a favorite part of the movie? Like a top, a top tier favorite part of the movie? There's a. There's one part that I don't think many people is gonna notice. I don't know if you noticed it, but I did. I'm just curious. Did you see anything weird with Godzilla? Weird no, we're drawing a blank here. Okay, so I, I, towards I, the end of the movie, when uh, Godzilla and Kong are fighting, and they're in Hong Kong, right? Yeah, they're, they're somewhere. Yeah, they're in Hong Kong. There's a moment. Where somebody on the on the when they were editing the movie, making the movie, they have Godzilla smile into the camera and break the fourth wall. I watched it a bunch of times, and well, then they, after they a, I watched got a it, bunch of weird Godzilla face close ups. <laughs> yeah. just like I watched an interview with one of the um, artists on the movie, and they intentionally did that. They knew what they were doing. They wanted him to break like the fourth wall, kind of, sort of. So I thought that I got a big kick out of that when I saw it the first time. Just Godzilla, like, slowly making a smile at the camera. Like, I mean, I'm they, about I, to mess this dude up. I, I did. I did see, like, weird thing. I mean, like, there was, but there was, like, several weird close up on Godzilla's face. Like, it was also just kind of, like, some of their, like, uh, their choices were really strange. I think my favorite scene is the movie is the Mecha Godzilla fight with Godzilla is when, like, He's fine. He's like punching Godzilla into the building, but you've got the view of the office chairs and the table of the windows. Yes. It's like, boosh, boosh, and then he like <laughs> runs his face into the camera through the like, like, I love like weird shots like that. Like the stupid specific rim shot, whatever. Um, uh, they like punch to the wall. There's like the, the, the four balls that like, and then it just perfectly hits it. So they start like, uh, like dumb shots like that are just like really interesting to me. Like it's, Those are the good shots. It's stupid, but it's good, and it's also like interesting. And so, like that was probably my favorite single shot of the film. Just seeing like the fight from those like, little tiny things. Yeah, it's just just a weird from like, a human perspective. We're seeing the yeah. fight from a human perspective. Yeah, so it was really kind of cool just seeing the skyscraper office room, and then just like its face planted, and and then you know when they team up was pretty cool. To fight it, but you know, I I did I saw I read interviews and they said there was a specific winner and and Godzilla did win. Like Godzilla won. King Kong was dying until they used their journey to the center of the Earth machine to jumpstart his heart. So, quick side note on that: that makes Godzilla's record three to one in all the fights that Godzilla's ever had with Kong. He's won three of the times now, and uh, Kong has won once. So, you know, that's well, just, you know, a, time, fun, hist- a the, fun history fact. The one time Kong won, he apparently made an axe out of his axe scale. Yeah, he, d- he did. 
But uh, I want to talk a little bit about the the monster. I don't remember really much about Millie Bobby Brown in the movie, if I'm being honest. She she hangs out with the podcast guy the entire movie. Yeah, she doesn't really do anything, though. I want to talk about the the screams. Godzilla's, like, monster roar. I I think it's one of the coolest noises that is in existence. Whoever made that sound, give them a race. I love that sound. Like, I could it, listen to it all the time. It's like it, it sounds cool. Isn't isn't he like uh, uh, dead? Because I mean, like I feel like the Godzilla scream is still very reminiscent of the old Godzilla scream from the classic Godzilla movie. Well, they've always they've always sound cool, but like there, I feel like that like really specifically in the first Godzilla movie that you saw when he's fighting. Uh, I can't think of what the, what the Titan that he fought in the first movie was called. I want to say it's Monarch. I know it's not Monarch, it's but a, uh, Brian whatever, whatever his, whatever his name is when in that first one, right at the end of the movie, Godzilla has like a roar and it's never been mashed in any movie since then. Godzilla has the best roar of any monster in any movie. Changed my mind. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. That's my that's my Godzilla, Godzilla. my Godzilla yelling power. Yelling power. He's really cool. All the screams, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. So really, I mean, it was a. I thought it was a. I enjoyed the movie a lot. I want more MonsterVerse movie. I don't know if we're gonna get any more MonsterVerse movies. I feel like it was all leading. I feel like it was all leading to this. Yeah, it is all leading to this. So I don't know really where they go with this. I mean. Godzilla can he's still around he's still like kicking make um, him he's he's he, he has nothing out none, none of them really have anything else to do now they've Kong's they've hanging out in the uh in the center of the earth the the hollow earth part of the hollow earth, earth. it's the most it's scientifically accurate oh, yeah. hollow earth just, yeah of course I did my research I did my research after after the yeah. fact and it turns out like it's a real thing so I I just I just thought it was really funny that uh the guy who wrote the book on the Hollow Earth was uh, Eric from True Blood, the the guy who ran Fantasia. Oh yeah, it's just really weird seeing him after True Blood, especially like seeing him play like a a, a geeky nerd type. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it is, it is what it is. You can't think about that kind of stuff too much. You just kind of like gotta let it go. Just let it, let it, let it go, and just move on because the <laughs> Hollow Earth is real, and we're going to investigate it. That's the next podcast. We're going to wherever the hole is, and we're going to go to the space time continuum. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't like I don't like getting asked questions like, "Have you ever been outside of Buffalo or outside of New York when you go to the doctor's office or whatever?" And like, yeah, I'm like I would say I would consider the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the Hollow Earth. I went to the Middle Earth. Yeah, um, maybe that's there's a whole Earth. civilization there. I know, right? Mount Doom, and everything. Yeah, they got all the cool creatures. That's where all of, all the cool ones went. We're like stuck with like alligators when we could go to the Hollow Earth and get like King Kong. Like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah, why not? <laughs> We're stuck with horses. Why can't we have like those big flying things? Yeah, we but, need more flying things. Planes need to learn how to share the skies. They they need to. It's like when you see, you know, there's like UFO videos that like, you know, the Pentagon released. They're like, oh, we don't know what this is. It's a UFO. Did it's you watch not. Corridor That's Digital? Alien. Did you watch Corridor Digital? That is Digital? the alien. Well, they, they just like, yeah, these are, these are just like camera artifacts. No, they're they're the real aliens. That's that's it. It's the flying alien from Godzilla. Well, the real aliens, please stand up. Please stand up. Please stand up. And you're but, shy. Like, like uh, Cork back here. Is very that I'm not talking about. 
He's sad. He looks sad. Yeah, he's like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> well, those are my thoughts. Yeah, on... it, it was a, it was a fun, entertaining movie. I got it, the monster movies are definitely fun just to see like the big monster. So I'm so glad they didn't pull the crap that did Godzilla. Don't know how Island and the are and how much they other, but uh, this was definitely a fun, entertaining movie. Again, a seven, definitely, definitely, definitely worth a watch. I don't think it's stellar by any means because I, I still could have done with like thirty minutes less of the human stuff. Because there was like three subplots going on with the humans. We had like Millie Bobby. Brown the humans can't the pod- do anything with the Millie Bobby Brown, the podcast guy, running around doing stuff, and then we had like. Uh, guy going to the center of the earth with like team, and then we had like the father of Millie Bobby Brown kind of doing something, and then you know the bad guy who ran ran the Axon Company got to like get killed by Mechagodzilla. I know, like I do, like, I, just a just a, a fun uh, tidbit here. I'm gonna like blow your mind a little bit here. Okay, I'm gonna blow your mind a little bit. So. Kyle Chandler, who is Millie Bobby Brown's father, right in in the in uh, this series, this is his second unattached Godzilla franchise that he's been in. He was in the Peter Jackson Godzilla, oh. and now he's in these new ones, which are completely separate from one another. Oh, he was also, in the Peter Jackson Kong. Yes, I also want to. Uh, you know, he's also from Buffalo, so you know. Oh yeah, just, nice. you know, I'm just giving you a little bit of knowledge on Kyle Chandler because I knew I knew he was into uh, Godzilla movies or Kong movies, the one, the Peter Jackson one. Now he's in this one. I also didn't know that he's from here, which I thought was kind of cool too. You like finding out cool Buffalo trivia? I don't know. I those are okay. I'm uh, there's only one other person I know that's from uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. I don't know how like. The like we're back to back podcast we've talked we've talked about I brought up the two people I know that are from Buffalo because we've we've talked about them. I don't know anybody else. Uh, I only I only got one more, and maybe it'll come out at some point in the future. (laughs) You have to do more research, find out more famous people from Buffalo. Like this, this extra, like in this movie, (laughs) this scene for two seconds, he's from Buffalo. Yeah. Is the, oh, I'm okay. Never mind. I I can think of two more, and someday we'll bring we'll bring it up. Oh, we'll bring them up. That's that's. It's gonna be a surprise. Nobody look it up. There's two people we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> from from Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two people. Yeah. Don't give people homework, Brian. I'm not giving anybody homework. I'm gonna. I'll tell them in the future. But it's got it's got to be gently brought in. I can't just like bring this on people. It'll shock them. It'll just shock them too much. They'll be too surprised. Well. <laughs> What was that? What was that? Uh, did you see that that uh, movie with uh, Tom Hilston? Like this horror movie with ghosts or something, and it took it opened up in Buffalo. I can't remember what it was called. There's like, a movie, but the movie took place in Buffalo. The last movie I know that took place in Buffalo was oh no, there's there's one that there's a Quiet Place two part two, which is filmed in Buffalo. I don't know if it's I don't think it's in Buffalo though. Was this? Was this movie like in Buffalo in the movie? Like the TV, the the movie opens the movie? up in Buffalo. It's like in the eighteen hundreds or whatever. And it's like in, but then they go somewhere else. But I was like, oh, they open as like Buffalo, New York. They showed like the old days. I'm like, oh, like I was like, did Buffalo really look like that back then? I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Like it's just funny when they open on a place where you like you know where you know where it is. 
Yeah, uh, and you can like recognize some stuff. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a there's a movie that came out last year. I think it was called uh I can't remember the name of the movie. I want to say it was like Buffalonian or something like that. And it was based on a, a girl. That's a true story that like did like like credit fraud or tax fraud or something like that. And she did like this a bunch of legal stuff in like the eighties here. I don't know what I don't don't listen to me, but there's just something called like that. I don't know. I don't know. The other movie I can think of is the one with Jim Carrey. There's one movie with Jim Carrey from like 2000 where he's like, it's, he goes to like Niagara Falls. That's another Buffalo movie. I don't know why we're, I don't know why I'm going on this tangent. Why aren't you stopping me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, all, all of our Buffalo connections. Uh, it's very interesting. Got to uh, figure it all out. Yeah. Gotta connect the dots like Charlie and always sunny in Philadelphia. Like, oh, yeah. We're going to connect the dots and we're going to figure out what it all means. What does it mean, Brian? What could it possibly mean? Man, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'll have to get Batman. Batman. He's the greatest. He's the greatest detective. Yeah, that really, that really. Batman's never portrayed as a very good detective. Batman movie just beats people up. Okay, man, he you're does not supposed to no like detective work. No, he's the greatest detective. Okay, it, we're, we're not counting the in the movies. He doesn't. That's not actually Batman. Especially, that's just an actor playing Batman. The real Batman is a good detective. Especially the the the, uh, the Christopher Nolan movies. Michael Caine and him. Batman just like <laughs> steals. Batman just like steals all the surveillance footage. Like, yeah, that's being a good detective. You just have access to every camera in Gotham City, including cell phones. He d- he did. He had sonar in his eyes. So that was God. the way to do it. Yeah. Or, no, it was like sonar or something. It, I don't it, it exactly. basically made uh, it made it like so. Yeah. Are you are you looking forward to the Batman with the uh, the Batman with uh Twilight with Twilight Vampire Twilight Vampire <laughs> Batman? Uh, man, going from a vampire to Batman that's kind of like a step backwards, isn't it? Uh, my my first preliminary take on this is that I'm. I, I'm, t- I'm as we just talked about earlier is that we're kind of getting tired of Marvel. I'm tired of Batman. Don't give me more Batman origin movies. I just I don't know. Like why can't they just pin down somebody that wants to be Batman for like 20 years and just make them be Batman? We've gotten, that's my thing. In my lifetime, we've gotten so many Batman. Well, like stories. six. I'm trying. Was it five? Six, it's 19, five or six. That's the 1988 Batman. We've got. Batman Begins. We've got the Joker, which also has a Batman origin <laughs> in it, kind of. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Um, There's a lot of Batmans. The Justice, the new Justice League. I mean, like they didn't like Batman hasn't had a, a solo film. Oh. Batman for Super Batman for Superman was also kind of a Batman origin film because they they did show the um. His parents getting murdered, so we did. Well, that, that was there. still Ben Affleck playing Batman, though. How many different Batmans have there been in modern in the past? You know, twenty years, if I'm considering that how modern. Many, how many not. Batmans We've had two, there have been? I think how there's many... been three. There's been there's about to be three in the past there's, twenty years. There's there's Michael Keaton. There's Val Kilmer. There's yeah George Clooney. There's um, Christian then Christian, Christian Bale. Bale uh, then Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck and. Twilight Man. Twilight Man. Edward Edward Cullen. Five six different Batmans in my lifetime. But I mean like the 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 other but two of them were part of the same continuity, the Schumacher version. Yeah. They just so, like, I mean that's, that's I, even, my take on I don't I don't even know if they were like continuity. Yeah, I mean yeah, they need to stop rebooting Batman. They just need to 
commit to the Snyder. It's not even connected to anything. It's just like a Batman movie. There's like no, there's, it's not like he's, I don't, unless maybe they're going to connect it to the Suicide Squad, maybe? I don't or think maybe so. the Joker movie? No, but ben, maybe? ben Affleck was in the first Suicide Squad, though. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, man. I don't think DC knows what's going on. They're I, still trying to figure it out. I don't know what the, it's like, it's like they, ha, it's like they haven't committed to doing a cinematic universe. Like they did, but then they're like drawing back from it, but then they're still kind of doing it. Still well, they still got Gal Gadot. Too. They still they still have Gal Gadot playing Wonder Woman. She's still under contract. They're also making a Flash movie that's supposed to come out next year with Ezra Miller, who's in the Justice League movie. People are upset that like the Spider Man movie is like doing a rip off of Flashpoint. Uh, kind of. I, I they kind of are, but like Marvel is so far ahead of DC in terms of being able to make what they want. Marvel Granted, has, Marvel has DC. Yeah, they have they have earned it. I can see how it's a lot easier for DC to just say, "Hey, we can do Flashpoint or whatever," because that's a big story in the comics. I don't, I don't understand. Marvel, I don't understand how they can do do Flashpoint. There's not enough movies that the Flash is involved with in the Snyderverse or whatever they're calling their cinematic universe. For DCEU for for Flashpoint to make any sense, like he's been. Well, in, it's like, not. It's not going to make sense. It's not. But. I think they feel like they can do it because that's such a huge part of DC Comics is Flashpoint, even though they have no other character set up. I I don't know, man. Maybe <laughs> I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt because I think the Flash is really cool, but I think starting off with Flashpoint is probably not the best way to go. That's like a second or third Flash movie, not the first Flash movie. That no, they, that's like, sense. yeah, you need because you need like duplicates of every character. Yeah. And the thing is, like, they're they're. Like, DC just can't learn to not jump the gun. They failed with the Justice League because they jumped the gun. And then they're going to do Flashpoint. And that's going to probably fail miserably unless they somehow a magic stunt. Uh, I, don't yeah, I, can, I don't even I, see I, how it can be a part one or a part two movie. It has to just be part, like, a Flashpoint is a multiple part movie. I, it's a huge deal in the comics. It's not like, you know, it's not just like, we can solve this in under two hours. Well, like, <laughs> have the problem come up and then solve it into a, like, it just doesn't... Yeah. They have to introduce it. I think they had a good start with uh, Wonder Woman. They had a good start with her. They, it got a little rocky with Wonder Woman 1984, or whatever the heck it was called. It's a little rocky, but, you know, they're caught up to modern times now, because that was in the 80s, so now they can just make a next DC movie. Like, 1984 where... wasn't bad, it just wasn't... Well, it was a little... It was a little... Ink- consistent because she's supposed to first of all she oh, is it, a rapist it, it does break but the, it second, does break the lore yeah yeah it breaks the lore because she goes because she's like oh i was in hiding i was in hiding nobody's well, seen me she did break all the cameras and i don't know if people unwishing everything made them forget about her the movie was unclear about how things work well, it, they're just letting it up. I think at, at that point, they're just leaving it to the audience to just believe, like, this is what really happened, even though we're going against that. Just, like, go with it, though. So it continues to make sense, which I'm not a fan of. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't I don't like both of They show us another thing. Yeah, like, it was the only way to make a good movie. We just had to do it this way. No. We needed another Wonder Woman movie. They could have just had it happen in present time instead of 1984. They could. I Patty Jenkins, there, who directs is who directs Wonder Woman. Uh, she's now doing a Star Wars movie. But aside that, she is 
very outspoken and angry about streaming services now. So she doesn't the consider dire- them movies. All the directors are upset about streaming services. I don't understand. Do they do do filmmakers understand that their movies don't stay in movie theaters past like one or two months? Like I don't, I just can't wrap my head around it. They're, they well, act, that's not. It's not they, cinema. They you act, know? It's they not act real. like they act like you can't see their movie on like DVD or VHS or on your phone or on streaming or whatever. Like. It, Blows my mind that they don't think like I kind of just want to watch Dune on my phone, just to, like stick it to them. Dune? You want to watch Dune on your phone? No, just 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 to be ironic because he's like, oh, you got to see it in the big screen. Yeah, he's, Dennis Del- he, Dennis Villeneuve. He directs also, Dune. He also said that he, he's also that's what, that's what I mean. Like all these directors yeah. are, are acting like like you can't watch their movie outside of the movie theater. I'm like, uh, most people watch movies outside the movie. theater. Christopher Nolan and in uh, Tenant, same thing. He didn't. He didn't. He wanted you to go to the to the theater, and he didn't even put it on streaming services. He just let it go to DVD. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Like why? I don't. I think they're just. It must I mean, be a different you, feeling like, when like, you create the movie. Like when everything. I mean, I'm sure all the movies are digital. I mean, like I mean, they should just have like I don't know. Like if you could go to a movie theater and watch any movie you wanted. I can see that then, like, you know, them being upset. But, like, movies don't stay in movies. You can't, movies aren't on demand when you go to the movie theater. No. You can't just go, like, now and, like, I want to watch Tenet in the movie theater because <laughs> Christopher Nolan said I have to watch the movie theater. <laughs> you go, you, like, call the manager of the movie theater up. You're like, hey, you, Christopher Nolan told me I have to watch this Nolan in theaters. Christopher Nolan says we can't watch this at home or on our phones so, or anything. So, I need, I need yeah. to come in and watch Tenant, please. Yeah, can you put Tenant on the screen for me, please? I mean, like, no one's Just go buy it. Go buy it at Target. It's in 4K. Just put it in the projector. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's just bizarre to me. Like, we're just, it's just, this is just Tangentville because there's not a whole lot of substance in congress godzilla it's a fun monster movie if you like monsters beating each other up absolutely go watch it it's a <laughs> back to what we were supposed to be talking about yeah that's, we're that's in, we're was, in yeah. the porridge of just talking about random stuff random stuff. i mean it, it, it happens from time to time there's not a whole lot of substance it's not a very deep movie it's trying to be way smarter than it is and it's failing on just about every level Whoa! Don't talk bad about Kong. It's a it's a big monster fight movie. Just it's leave a, it alone. Let number. it be what no, it wants. But, I mean, like they they injected so much plot into it. It's kind of ridiculous. There's a lot of lore in it. Well, also keep in mind that Godzilla's been around for like a hundred years. This isn't like the like. There's a lot to they have to try to cover here. Like, there's a lot of Godzilla lore, lore yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I understand, but I mean, the flat Earth and the podcaster guy, like. So that's a real that's a, that's been a thing in the hollow earth theory has been a thing in the guts i've i never really heard i didn't know it was i don't even know if it's a real thing is that like something people actually believe i don't, I don't yeah. know much about it oh yeah last podcast I last podcast on the left is i think they've done a hollow earth episode or they've mentioned so people before. do believe that there's a hollow earth People okay, I people. thought that was just like a Godzilla. I thought no. that was just a Godzilla lore thing. I didn't no. think people actually like. Did it come from Godzilla? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. But people, there's also, no. It's it probably not. People right? also think the moon is hollow. There's hollow moon believers. There's hollow Earth believers. There's flat Earth believers. Lots of- if if any conspiracies are going to be true, can it be hollow Earth? I'm cool with it. Like I'm I'm down. I'm on board. As long as I can go there. 
Like if they've I'm, got if they've got dinosaurs, I would love to go see a stegosaurus. Yeah, I'll go see some dinosaurs. Then I don't have to go watch Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic. Yeah, who needs a Jurassic Park when you just go to the center of the Earth and like? Yeah, just go. To, yeah. Just take a. They got special ships to get down there. They right. they fig, they'll figure out the gravity. But that's that. I mean, I personally didn't know that that was a real thing until honestly, really until this movie where they actually talk about the Hollow Earth more I, than I, just like mention it yeah, i had no idea hollow earth was part of the godzilla lore going back because i thought the original godzilla lore was that he was just like a mutated lizard because of all the nuclear experiments like it was like yeah nuclear uh, power uh, gone wrong that was the whole thing about yes godzilla. that's that is that is how it started but after you have like 15 godzilla movies that kind of like you need more like you can't just keep saying like he's just a, a lizard in the ocean you gotta kind of add more a little bit more and more and i guess they got to the hollow earth so <laughs> Well, also, like, the funny thing is, like, his, his breath weapon's called Atomic Breath or whatever. Yeah. But it doesn't leave any radia- radiation behind. Like, uh, my, no, my, it, cleans it, it, it cleans it up. It's clean radiation. Or, like, it's, it's clean radiation. It's, it's, it's radiation-free atomic non-ion, fire. It's, it's non-ionizing radiation. Well, because uh, my wife was pointing out, like, they're, they're walking through the ruins. One of the early things Millie Bobby Brown, the podcast guy, do is they go back to the Axon Studios or... Thing in Florida, and they check out the area that Godzilla like shot at, and like she's like, shouldn't they be worried about radiation? And I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> like that must have a no. really fast half life for the radiation. It does. Dissipates. It has a it, okay, man. We're like the, we're talking about like why is this isn't real? We got the Hollow Earth. Like what? This isn't. We're not even talking about Godzilla anymore. We're like radiation in the Hollow Earth. What do we need to know about it? <laughs> What do we need to know? I'm talking about Godzilla's <laughs> breath. Wouldn't it leave radiation? Wouldn't Isn't just Godzilla existing, being around people, like literally kill people? <laughs> like, just... <laughs> <laughs> I I want this in the next Godzilla movie. Godzilla just like his proximity just murders people. <laughs> his like just no, just being like being close to Godzilla just gives you a massive dose of radiation poison and their skin starts to slough off and they well, go see, blind. See, that's and... what happens in uh in the in the previous movie with Godzilla where he's fighting uh King oh, man, here we go again. Gorgita, Gorgita, whatever the heck his name is. King Gordita That's crush. how he kill that's that's pretty much how he kills him is that he absorbs a bunch of radiation and like sends like a supernova out. Oh. And then he, he must have killed everybody around him. But like just based on like him being able to do that, I feel like it's a pretty radioactive lizard and you probably don't want to be within like 50 miles of it. Oh, that's what I mean. Like, I, I just think it would be funny. Like if Godzilla just like his proximity is just like death to people. He just douses people with lethal. If you're within 100 feet of Godzilla, you've just got to receive a lethal dose of radiation. You're you're dead. OK, if if we bring Godzilla into real life realistically that's probably what would happen if like if we just take who godzilla is right now like you could bring godzilla into horror if you did this like or like it's just off (laughs) a horror movie yeah like a horror movie with guns i mean because i mean like i mean radiation death is one of the most horrible ways to die like it is awful like radiation poison so they just like guy, they just like I, I saw godzilla i'm dead like if you if you if you're close enough to see godzilla up close like you're dead yeah, that's the okay, fine. Let's let's direct the movie. Let's, let's make, do it. God, the Godzilla horror movie. The Godzilla the 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 death wave. That could be the name of it. And it has just a picture of Godzilla in like a silhouette as the cover of the of the movie. That's the movie poster. It's just him as a in, with red eyes or something. Blue eyes because he's got blue breath. Blue breath.
And that was a fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, it was we were talking about Godzilla. Godzilla horror movie starts killing people with radiation. Or and Kong Kong would die from radiation too. Speaking of actual Congress. Yeah, he should be. He should be dead. He is. He's literally just a big like gorilla. He's not. He's there's nothing special about him except that he's just big. And like, Kong with radiation poisoning just from being in proximity to King. That's be horrifying. Like giant ape is like just getting diarrhea and like vomiting profusely. <laughs> 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 that would just kill people. Oh, his yeah, stomach acid would, would kill people. Would drown, yeah, people would just burn. Man, yeah, the rated R version <laughs> of Kong vs Godzilla. Let's do it. Just make just, it realistic. Yeah. Super it, mega like, realistic. As, as realistic as possible. Godzilla's radiation kills people. Like King Kong's, like, stomach acid vomit kills people. Like, it's just, like... Yeah, they do awful. gloss over it. They, they gloss over it in the movie when... If you think about it, or if you put any type of thought into it at all, that uh, he's... They're, those two, when they're fighting, they're destroying the entire city. Yeah, I mean, are we expected to believe that nobody's dying here? Like, they they probably killed a million people. Oh, I'm sure people are dying. It's just, like, they don't really ever show, like, the human element except for, like, the one or two no. characters. There. I mean, like, uh, they could do a better job of showing, like, the people getting killed. Like, even in the, um, the first attack at the beginning of the movie when he's blowing up the Axon plant. I think they said only eight people died, and we saw two of them get vaporized in front of the podcast guy. But only six other people in the entire thing died. That's so like, really what that's we're a, saying here is that Godzilla—he's a safe killer. He's a he knows safe what he's—he's—he's like, like, he knows what he's aiming for. Yeah, apparently he doesn't he want to kill people. He just wants to destroy things. But I mean, him getting like knocked into buildings is probably gonna kill him. Unless they just have like they just have mass evacuation. Oh, big monsters! Well, that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. Is that That during the end of that movie, they're killing people. That office was empty. Yeah, but we don't see it. We don't see the human toll. They don't show. They don't. They don't show humans. The humans don't mention the human toll. That's what I'm saying. Like, make a realistic Godzilla movie where like the people are just really screwed. Godzilla (laughs) killed five million people today. (laughs) It's like no matter who wins, we all lose. No matter who wins, Hong Kong doesn't exist anymore. In real life or in the movie. I feel like the scale of, of King Kong changed drastically. Because like he's like on he's the still boat. Going. He's on the boat and like he didn't seem like he took up as much as the boat as I thought he would. And then like he's like as tall as buildings in, in Hong Kong and I'm like Well they have to okay, come on. Like if if we want to play the game of enjoying the movie we have to uh, like in the end. The end of Skull Island. They do mention a little bit, saying because in Skull Island, Godzilla, not Godzilla, Kong is a lot smaller. He's not super big, and in this movie, he is definitely way bigger. But as as you said, when he's on the boat compared to when he's in Hong Kong, I feel like he did grow a couple hundred feet. <laughs> he had he had like the scale was like really weird. Like uh, yeah. Because, I mean, I know boats can be big, but, like, that didn't seem like one of the bigger boats. I mean, it was roughly the same size as, like, those, like, aircraft carriers. I mean, aircraft carriers aren't small, but they're not, like, the size of, like, you know, those supercarriers get stuck in the the canal, you know, in the Suez Canal. Like, that, Oh, the cargo ships? Yeah, like, if it was one of those cargo ships, that's what I was expecting to see, like, a giant cargo ship like that size. Because, I mean, Kong nope. could probably lay a—I mean— the scale he is in the at the end of the movie is more like the scale of those cargo ships versus like that tiny, relatively. Well, they have to try to catch him up to Godzilla because 
I mean, even from the first Godzilla movie in this monster verse that we're talking about these past couple movies from the past few years, Godzilla is huge. Yeah, he's, like he's, he's, he's significantly he's, bigger than everything else. Yeah. And Kong, I mean, and they make him like the same height, which is weird because he's like his, his size shifts several times. The- yeah. Cause I mean, that was one of my complaints before I even saw the movie when it came out was like, they're having, you know, King Kong, like climb the empire state building to get to the top. And he dies because he gets shot by airplanes. When they show Godzilla here, Godzilla is literally as tall as the Empire State Building. Yeah. So they had, I don't, they just had to give some creative liberty well, there. Like you have to did, just like accept it. I feel like they did like an homage to the, the Empire State Building in Kong versus Godzilla. Because there's at one point where like Kong's on the top of the building, but the building cuts in half and he kind of is falling with the building. Yeah. It gave me like a mental image of like, oh, that's kind of like him falling and. Like the original Kong, you know, it's falling off, except the building's coming with him this time. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 some nice little shout outs, but you definitely got to, like, turn your brain off when you watch this movie and just, like, monster fight, monster fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monster fight, monster <laughs> fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we just want monster fights. That's all well, we want. That's well, all no, we need. I mean, that's, that's, that's all you can really do with this movie. Because, I, mean, like, I mean, I'm tearing this movie apart just, like, trying to apply logic and stuff like that. Well, okay. Like, if we the, apply the, logic the movie, to any movie, movie, though, we can tear it apart. Well, I, it's true. But this movie falls... It, the House of Cards is built on is a lot more flimsy than the movie. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I, we really, If we apply logic to, like, any Marvel movie, any any fantasy sci-fi movie you could tear it apart sure but at least in the marvel cinematic universe they've built up their their magic stuff so makes sense in universe i don't know if they've i I, granted i haven't seen the movie so i don't know how well it's built up in the series but it does feel like there's a lot of stretches yeah i mean you'll have to watch it and find out so i can talk to you about it and i can complain (laughs) Just complain about Shang Chi. Complain about Shang Chi. <sighs> All right. Well, I think I think that's good for for Kong Rosilla and Kong versus Tangents and Godzilla versus Tangents. Godzilla versus the Tangent. Godzilla. I mean, I think the Tangent won. The Tangent might have won today. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, well, everybody listening, I hope you have a wonderful day. David, do you have have anything to say? Have a wonderful day. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Be sure to subscribe if you haven't subscribed to us already. Follow us here on the Yield Twitch, too, if you uh, want to uh, check us out live when we do our podcast. Uh, We occasionally will uh, stream live. I do not think I'm not feeling 100%. Um, Medicine's wearing off. So um, hopefully next time we'll be afterwards. Uh, Next podcast should be on the 18th. Yeah, uh, we do every yeah every two weeks. So um, yeah, be sure to follow us here. Also, you know, on YouTube, subscribe to us on the channel where you find this uh, in the after times where it happens after there as well. So please do. Uh, we'll see you next time. Live long and prosper.